0: Welcome to the podcast, friends. You'll have noticed if you are a stickler for detail, uh, if you look at the time remaining on the podcast right now, it's shortened, it's abridged. What we've decided to do is go through the show and get rid of stuff that's bang average. So, yeah, you've probably got two or three minutes to get through. <laughs> uh, no, uh, to be quite frank, the first half hour, 45 minutes of the show was a technical abomination. You don't need to hear it back. It oh, was awful.
1: Basically, Richie and I move in studio, talking <laughs> when we can hear ourselves back again so it sounds like we're slowly passing out. No-one needs to hear that again.
0: But when we when we kind of dialled it in... It was all right. It was so all right, wasn't it? We'll leave you with the rest of it. Enjoy.
1: What a what a fantastic intro! But you, but you can't wait. Absolute Radio.
2: The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the
0: two of them talking. Home time with Bush and Ritchie on Absolute Radio. Thursday afternoon, nothing repeated, 9 to 5, while you listen at work. We've been a little bit absent so far. We're having a few problems, but we are plodding on. We certainly
1: are. We're just uh, seeing how this goes. And I can hear myself back just a little bit. Let's try that button there. No, it's still kind of the same. Um, so, I've discovered that I don't really like fireworks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a day to discover it.
1: I know they were going off last night. I've previously thought, oh, I'll be okay with it. Do you know what I mean? I don't mind fireworks. But they were going off last night. They were going off the night before as well. Technically, today is the day they're supposed to go off. Correct. Uh, And I just thought... I think I'm sick of them, to be honest with you. They're noisy, they wake our little girl, Thea, up all the time. And you must have stood there before on an actual proper fireworks display where you paid 20 quid to get in, you're freezing cold, you paid six quid for a a really warm pint of cider and a wobbly plastic glass and looking around thinking, am am I really into this? Are people really into this? So what I'm going to do this evening, this is just like a test thing, I've started a club called the Don't Like Fireworks Club. Outrageous. Would you like to join (laughs) Richie? Why not? I
0: I like to support you the best I can, uh, but in in this situation, I can't take out membership. Why? I can't take... You like like fireworks. I like fireworks. You don't get sick of them? Not at all. My caveat would be 5th of November only. Okay, so you're going to meet me halfway?
1: I'll meet you halfway. What about like new members? So if you've you got a
0: meeting going on tomorrow, then I'll join you.
1: Okay, but today I'm afraid we haven't got your support. No, no, no. Well, look, have a little think about it. What, how do you feel about them? I know it's one of those things where everyone has to like fireworks and you feel already bad. It's a bit like the Beatles. If you don't like the Beatles, you feel like you can't say anything about it. I've got a club going for them as well. Uh, so look, if you don't like fireworks, you want to join the club, get in touch now. You can tweet us on this ailing show at Absolute Radio. Uh, Eric Seagull on Twitter says the amount of crazy trivia things are abandoned entailed in 2020 but anyone can still buy explosive devices and let them off in the street is beyond
0: belief Martin from datchet is joining you he says welcome to my world I'm a war veteran I don't like fireworks
1: this is the thing I we all we all presume we all presume that people are into them but I, I think is the numbers of the don't like fireworks Club the <laughs> DLFC
0: <laughs> need to work on your name
1: <laughs> we got to work on the name as they grow I, I think we could have quite a movement here <laughs> big Al says we spend our whole life protecting our kids but once a year, it's fine to put a 3,000-degree sparkler in their hand and tell them to wave it about, writing their name in the sky. But don't worry, woolen mittens don't catch fire, do they? Utter madness. <laughs> says Big Owl. Uh, Rob says I'm a shift worker I have to be up at 4am tomorrow morning So, I hope I'm going to sleep tonight look at the effects <laughs> the collateral of this thing unbelievable uh, and I, I'm just questioning everything at the moment like why Why do we do this why do we have to do this so for example pantomimes you go to pantomimes you look around everyone's laughing but deep down
0: do t- t- not don't funny t- don't tell me that we've got this to come but she's don't like panto clubs. pantos are not very they're not funny <laughs> but you have to go
1: along and then pretend that they're funny fireworks go and get big coach will ice go and watch the fireworks no one really
0: likes it. I'll riot if you try and ban panto <laughs> that's my kind of humour level
1: well there you go we've, we've got that fight still to come watch this space uh, I've launched a thing called the Don't Like Fireworks Club are you in are you in with us on
0: this <laughs> I'm not absolutely not <laughs> uh, look some some people thankfully are starting to just stand up for them like myself right Rasheen's a fan uh, y- you like him why is that Rasheen because my daughter was born at
2: half past one on the 5th of November and when I came home that evening, it just made me feel happy listening. And I used to tell her when she was growing up that people were celebrating her birthday, and she believed me.
1: Ah, oh, that's... I, mean, I think if it's your birthday around this time, you could probably trick yourself into thinking that uh, it was all for you, yeah. which is nice.
0: Yeah. I love the parental deception of telling her that uh, Guy Fawkes <laughs> yeah. Night was the celebra- uh, celebration of her birthday. That's brilliant. <laughs> so you'd, you'd yeah. be
1: quite sad, then, if um, the, you wouldn't want to join the Don't Like Fireworks Club, then, Rasheen, in that case? No,
2: I, no, I wouldn't, no.
0: Join you, me on the picket line, Rasheen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd like to, yeah.
1: Bush and Richie here with Home Time, opening up your fridge to see what we can have on a Thursday night. And it's 11 minutes past five.
0: Oh, don't talk about food right now. I'm already weakened by something that I've seen from the food world today. And that is a brand new product that has come from uh, M&S Food.
1: Okay, I like a bit of M and S food. Makes you feel like you're you're doing all right for yourself if you ever go in there. Do you know what I mean? Yes, that's true. That's I mean? true.
0: Uh, I think they would market this. May well. I, I don't want to speak for them. They 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 might market this as food fusion. They have put two products together and created something brand new. It's got a bit of a festive feel to it. Great. Uh, they've taken uh, a donut uh, and okay. they've taken uh, the yum yum. I love a yum yum. Yum, yum.
1: yum yums are amazing, Fantastic. they're great with a cup of
0: coffee if you're doing a bit of a car trip somewhere. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They've taken them and mashed the two together, put on in red icing Father Christmas's outfit okay. on top of the product, and they've created Santa's Yum Nut. <laughs> I'm a little concerned by that. <laughs> so, I mean, look, the The name is questionable. It is. Santa's Yum Nuts, I'll get them in. But, um... The end product, I'd have to say. I I would be tasting his yum nuts. that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he wouldn't mind. I mean, I I love donuts, love yum-yums. There's nothing bad that can come from that, bar the name, possibly. (laughs) Do you know what I mean?
0: Which has come from it, yes. (laughs) But it does leave the question here, are there any other food products that we can crush together to create something brand new that are not out there yet? And I think there possibly are. I'd like to bring to market the Alco Bun. An Alco bun. Is this based on the steam buns that you were having yesterday? <laughs> no, it's not. It's okay. not based on them. They're, they're very much more your, uh, your, your Japanese food, your dim sum. Okay? okay, fair enough. The Alco bun. You think back uh, to the 90s when there was your Alco Pops. Oh, it didn't really stick around. Like hooch, and stuff <laughs> you like got that. it.
1: You the, got weirdly, it. the only time you ever see hooch these days, if if England are playing uh, like a, an international <laughs>
0: friendly somewhere, yeah, they true. still advertise it in some countries. Really weird. So your Alco bun is it's your sticky bun, but it's it's infused with. Alcohol. Okay. <laughs> so oh, sticky
1: bun. is So this is a dessert-based thing. Yeah, it is. With, yeah, with yeah. The, maybe the uh, lashings of hooch in the inside of it.
0: You got it. Yeah, yeah. I like a cream bun, kind of thing that you would see on Bake Off. Yeah, your alcohol bun.
1: All right, then. Well, I'll go. I'll go back to you with this, and this has been on the show before, but I, I still think daily about our um, mince. Toasty that we had. Yeah. Why do we call it a mosty?
0: A mosty. <laughs> yes.
1: A couple of mosties, please, mate.
0: Yeah. Great. Hey, eh? we've got we've got a savoury and we've got something sweet now. Everything so, covered. So put the two th- put the two things together. Two new foods to create a brand new one and get in touch and tell us what it is. Certainly,
1: something magical happens when you do combine these two foods to create something that's previously not been in existence. Eve Smith says on Twitter, guys, what about a yickers? <laughs> What's a Yickers? yickers. Uh, a Snickers bar with a layer of yoghurt. Yickers. OK.
0: Proper West Country. I like that, I like that. You could work it the other way around and have the yoghurt with, like, your Snickers as kind of like a crunch corner. You could. You could have a, Yicker, a yickers, <laughs> crunch <corner. laughs> yickers crunch corner. Yickers crunch corner. idea there. <laughs> um, Craig, thank you very much for suggesting Shellfish and Haggis. We don't oh, need to mate. know the name of that one.
1: Come on, sunshine.
0: Uh, you're better than that, Craig. You are better than that, you're so come on, Craig. Uh, Brent says I've always fancied an adult sherbet dip. Don't worry, it's not as bad as it's about to sound. Dry roasted peanut dust with a pepper army as the dipper. Do you know what? It sounds
1: gorgeous, but I wouldn't want to watch him eat it. <laughs> <laughs> not in a million years. Rob from Stoke. You know Rob from Stoke? I like Rob. He's a good fella. He's a good lad. He reckons he's created something. He says, Bush and Ritchie, food fusion. In my 40s, I came up with a winner after a night out. I enjoyed a whisket, uh, which is a biscuit dipped into whiskey. <laughs> Sounds like
0: a uh, final
1: straw, I think, for it really someone. It does
0: yeah uh, James in Hertfordshire says, How about spaghetti and penne so it becomes one long pendy penne? Call it a spenne.
1: Do you know what? Going back to our conversation about the uselessness of spaghetti the other day,
0: I think penne's doing all right on its own. It doesn't need spaghetti in the band. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it sees its pasta, mate, It says, I want to help you out here. Let's move together, move in together, and we'll be the spenne. No, I, I think, if anything, spaghetti, as we talked about with bolognese, holding penne back. Uh, right, Corey has got something uh, new for us. What is it, fella?
2: Well, uh, I honestly think it's not healthy, but I think chocolate-covered bacon would be the most amazing thing ever made.
1: Chocolate-covered bacon. And, and what's your accent then, Corey? Where are you from? Uh, from Vancouver, Canada. Ah, because we were uh, we when we saw your text, we were thinking maybe this is Canadian bacon. Would it be Canadian bacon? It would be within this uh, new thing you've made.
2: I, I would probably lean towards streaky bacon, which I know might get turned down a little bit by the locals. But uh, yeah, streaky bacon covered in chocolate. Although, so, although it's not healthy,
0: are we doing it? Are we doing it crispy, or are we doing it like still we're doing quite it crispy? Especially okay. for streaky bacon. Yeah. Wow, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. How long have you lived over here? I've been here. Been
1: here 20 years. 20 years. So is this uh, like something that we have over here, food-wise, that you've grown to love since you've come over from Canada?
2: No, but I reckon if you dipped Frazzles in Nutella, you'd be pretty close.
0: Wow! Wow, that oh. would work too. Um, chicken or bocklet, Finally, what are we uh, calling this uh, chocolate-covered bacon? Chicken or bocklet?
2: <laughs> Chaken sounds a lot more palatable. Yeah, the other the
0: other guy I don't want to meet. <laughs> Cheers, Corey. Good to chat. Thanks. Anyone fancy a marger tonight? I do like... What's that? What's a marger? A marger has been devised by Stephen Redding. It's a beef quarter pounder with a marmite centre. The marger. He says it would be a taste sensation, and he knows this because he loves burger and marmite sarnies.
1: Do you know what? My dad in particular, Nigel, uh, down there in Devon, he puts marmite on a steak... Right. And I guess that's the same principle for yeah, it is. a burger,
0: so maybe that would work. Food fusion tonight after Santa's Yum Nuts have been designed, uh, devised, which is uh, the Yum Yum, uh, and your doughnuts mixed together. Sa- Santa's Yum Nuts are out there for everyone to see. Uh, Melissa, uh, Melissa says, uh, what about a crownie, which what? is a croissant filled with layers of chocolate brownie?
1: outrageous, Ooh. but very tasty.
0: Now, I like the sound of that. If Decadent. You, if you've got some, we want to hear from you. Here's one more uh, from Iguana uh, on uh, Twitter. Which, Good name. <laughs> I mean, well done, if you really are an Iguana and tweeting. like <laughs> to see that in the zoo. Uh, a zoo. Ba- a bibab, uh, which is a beer-infused kebab. Wow. <laughs> I don't think
1: you need one of those at the very end of the evening. Uh, Chris and Jake in Solihull have texted to say, what about a
0: KFB, which is Kentucky Fried Burrito? Oh, I'm having some of that. Uh, Tony and Pinner says, Wheater Beans, the complete <laughs> breakfast. Uh, it's Weetabix with baked beans. Instead of milk, it's vegan and it's veggie. you think of the mess they'd make? They make enough mess as it is. <laughs> uh, Neil is in Hirsch. And what have you got for us, Neil? It was more the name and anything. I thought, a banana and curry. And it becomes the Banana Army. Wow! Oh, now <laughs> our friends on Absolute Eighties will love this one. That is a fun. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't rule out that that probably won't taste that bad.
1: No, I imagine it'd be right. Well, what, what banana ramas name? Is one of them called Siobhan? Siobhan, yes. There could be maybe the little variations on them. This is the Siobhan, which is one of them.
0: Are you aware? Are you aware that banana curry is a thing? It's an actual recipe in Tesco. Is it really? Yeah. I need to try that. I need to try that. I suppose mango chutney works, doesn't it, with your curry, so
1: Why not bananas? Why not
0: exactly that.
1: Unfortunately, your tie-in deal with Banana Rama the Band is off the cards now, Neil.
0: <laughs> Tesco got there first. <laughs> oh,
2: that's a shame. That's a shame.
1: <laughs> Home time with Bush and Richie. <laughs> oh mate absolutely ready on a Thursday night we're, we're just we're alright now <laughs> well are we tech wise we had a terrible start to the show tech wise is settled down a bit but it's just in the background still isn't it
0: it's not <laughs> it it's, really it's is. kind
1: of all alright but the mm. lights are flashing on and off
0: every so often so I know bear ha- with us I know how I'm celebrating when I walk in the front door tonight <laughs> yeah me too it's going to be cold and wet yeah absolutely <laughs> that's for sure um, I, we can. I mean, look, look, look we're here then there's a train journey I'm missing fireworks tonight I know your thoughts on fireworks already. Awful. Uh, But one of the greatest fireworks displays that I managed to do a few years back for my kids was when I attempted to put music to it. I promise you... I've got me MacBook, and I, spend, I spent days trying to mix music to my fireworks display in my back garden. Now, but back
1: in the day when I used to work over in Bristol at another radio station, the main radio station producer used to spend, it was a big part of his calendar year, was m- mixing together a load of songs to yeah. do the music
0: underneath the local fireworks display. Yeah. So is that kind of calibre. That, well, <laughs> that, that was the goal. <laughs> like, whether, whether anything went off in time to any piece of music that I'd mixed really badly is a debate that we're not going to have right now. But when I think back to it, what would have been better is if there was an album that was available for it. For example, shall we say, now that's what I call bonfire bangers bonfire bangers yes with the likes of Steeler's Catherine Wheel on it (laughs) see what you've done there see what I've done there Uh, have a look on Facebook we've posted it up
1: there Tish Harding says what about Roman Candle in the Wind
0: (laughs) yes Yes. that's on there I think you've got the idea very quickly of what the final hour of the show (laughs) is all about compile the track list please for now that's what I call bonfire bangers Uh, Rachel says can't believe I'm suggesting this boom 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 by the Veng boys oh god bless them (laughs) They need a bit of work, don't they, the Wenger boys? They can't be getting drafted onto that many
1: compilations these days. Sat waiting by the phone for exactly this phone call. Uh, Ellie says, and this is going back to the Don't Like Fireworks Club that we launched in the first hour of the show, uh, November Pain thanks to the headache of the fireworks. Is
0: that like the, 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 the second CD? So it's, it comes out in two. It's a double CD. Yeah, the first one is for people who like fireworks. The second one is just moaning <laughs> about
1: fireworks, like Ellie's suggestion there.
2: Steve's in Crowborough. What are we having, Steve? Well, it was... Um, it was... Uh, uh, don't don't Pop Me Now by the Screaming, by sc- the screaming Queen. <laughs> don't Pop Me Now. By the what? The Screaming Queen? The Screaming Queen, yeah. I am one myself. Um... Uh, Also available in shops as as a firework. Um, Don't stop me now, (laughs) uh, or don't don't pop me now. What's
1: uh, what's going on on tonight, Steve?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nothing. It's it's very very dense. It's it's not worth mentioning. Really, it's very quiet here.
1: Um, Okay, Steve.
2: (laughs) Are you having an all right night though so far? Yeah, yeah, just hearing reporting lonesome, lonesome, but it's interesting listening to you guys as well. It's always giving me entertainment. It's all, always great, yeah. Oh, What's nice. for
0: dinner? What's for dinner tonight? You don't, have, you don't have to be on your own. We'll have a conversation while we're here. Come on. <laughs>
2: um. Well, uh, I, I sort of ate, ate a bit earlier, actually. I sort of ate about lunchtime. I had a, um, a sort of a spaghetti bolognese with some meatballs in it and, <laughs> and that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> was
0: it actually spaghetti? I can't believe we're still on this little so much spaghetti. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, uh, it was spaghetti, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, so, you're not going to have a th- your evening meal? Because you- Richie does this at the moment. He has a big meal at lunchtime and then yeah. doesn't have his tea. You're not having tea tonight properly?
2: Um, I might have a sandwich later. But that's probably about my balance uh, for just the cheese sandwich. Because I thought I have eaten earlier, a big meal earlier. Okay. So.
0: Right. Well, I feel like we've checked in with you now. We've got a great song from uh, Screaming Queen, Don't Pop Me <laughs> Now. And uh, yeah, take it easy,
2: Steve. See, See you later. Oh, you do. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Take care, guys.
1: So that is the end of the podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Richie and I just kind of hanging in here. Um, we had technical problems at the beginning of the show, but we got it together at the end. But as we speak right now, uh, all the lights are going on, on and off on the equipment that we use. So it's a little bit like um, a 2001,
0: a space odyssey. I've got an idea, though, because it is shorter than normal, the podcast, with, uh, like, you know, with the three minutes that you've suddenly like, gained back, write us a poem. A little poem? Yeah, and send it to us, uk. Nice little challenge. OK, guys, ready for this?
2: One, two, three, four. Bush
0: and Ritchie's
1: podcast It is now over Bush and Ritchie's podcast It is now over Let me hear you say Bush and Ritchie's podcast It is now over Bush and Ritchie's It is now over It's over
2: It's over, it's done